catching them all just became a little bit harder. The Pokemon Showcase has revealed new games, new shows, and even some new old classics now available for Nintendo Online subscribers on Switch. And we got some big news regarding Red Dead Redemption and GTA 6. We're going to talk about all this and much, much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another huge episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can find us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. All you got to do, type in three little letters, baby, GNW, and you're going to be getting all the biggest news right in your, right in your brain hole. My name is Erock the Red, joined every week by this gentleman right here, Full Clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? What's up? You know, I'm doing all right. Feeling a little bit like Cinderella with all these chores I'm having to do. You know, oh, mowing no. the yard, redoing chairs and stuff like that. But I've always got time for the gaming news and bringing it straight to their, what'd you say, brain holes? To the brain holes, yeah. To the brain well, holes. Hopefully, um, you know, you'll get um, to meet a prince or something. Yes. That's the... That's the that's what Cinderella gets. I tell you, mowing the grass in glass slippers is not easy. Oof, yeah, tell me about it. We've all been there, am I right? Um, well, that's exciting. Chores. Oof. <laughs> no thanks. That's why I enjoy. I don't do that. Uh-huh. I don't just do games that. I only. Have, yeah, exactly. I just live in uh, squalor, but I play it's, video games all well, you, day long. You play uh, what was that moving moving out game or? Uh, unboxing mm. game where you do chores i do um, chores in yeah. video games yeah 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 i yeah. play like that house flipper and i'm just washing windows and stuff in there it's so much easier you don't have to leave the couch it's so much better i recommend it um have you fit any uh gaming into your busy chores schedule yeah a little bit uh i got to play fallout 76 for the first time i know it's been you out did. forever but yeah. it's been on my list I know you've been talking about it, how you want to try it out. How does it, I heard it's like so much, I played it like when, when it released and it was glitchy. I mean, as you would expect from a, a game in the Fallout series. Yeah. Um, and it was a mess, but it was a lot of fun. I had potential and I, I feel like that potential has been recognized now that it's been out for a few years. What was your takeaway from it? I mean, however it was before, I didn't really see it, but it seemed to be fine now. I have no complaints as far as how it functions. Um, That's good. You know, as far as like the gameplay and, and the the structure of everything, feels a lot like the previous Fallout titles. I liked playing Fallout 4 and uh, New Vegas before that. That's my whole experience with the series. But it doesn't feel like such a leap that you're playing like the next big full title in the yeah. same way that playing something like Elder Scrolls Online doesn't feel the same as playing the Morrowind series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one I remember. I enjoyed the um, like the base building aspect of it. I thought that was really well done. I never played um, Fallout Four because I think that one also had base building in it. I never played that one. So the one in seventy six was great. And um, yeah, just playing. Did you play co op or did you just play by yourself? I tried getting into the game uh, with a friend, but there's a little bit of seems like a lengthy intro to it. Getting mm. out of the vault and 
getting yourself yes. substantiated. And then I guess next time we get on, next time we find the time, we'll probably be able to play together. Nice. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, getting into that, into the gameplay out of the vault thing. It was a whole pain in the butt. Um, nice. I'm glad you finally got to it. You've been every week you talk about it. Fallout 76, here I come. I've only played one game, one game only. The only game that is going to matter for the mm-hmm. rest of time, Baldur's Gate 3. It's amazing. So last time we talked, and this is going to, I guess this is going to go into a little bit of the news we have. I wasn't planning on picking up Baldur's Gate 3. I was going to pick up WrestleQuest. WrestleQuest got delayed at the last minute, like the day before it was supposed to come out. It got delayed. Um, and let's get into it now, I guess. Just because it had like a save game glitch. It wasn't saving the games properly. So they delayed it until August 22nd. Now, I think that they saw Baldur's Gate 3 just taking everybody's time. And they're like, you know what? We got We also have a role-playing game that's coming out. Why don't we move it a couple weeks? This is my thoughts on this whole thing now sure maybe there was a glitch who knows but the conspiracy theorist in me says they didn't want nothing to do with Baldur's Gate 3 I like it I like the conspiracy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Baldur's Gate 3 is a perfect game it is the game of the year for 2023 I'm calling it calling, I'm it. calling my shot okay. right right now and it's um I mean if you're a fan of Dungeons and Dragons it's the greatest game ever if you're not a fan of Dungeons and Dragons I could see still a huge level of enjoyment if you as long as you like role-playing games because it does have i mean just it's just it's great now i'm only i'm still in the first act like i'm very early in the game i'm 30 hours into the game and i'm very early into it still i have so i'm playing on my steam deck and it's been running great now on different subreddits steam deck subreddit Baldur's gate subreddit people are complaining about the later um parts of the game when there's so much happening when you've got 30 npcs or you've like called up like 30 um zombies because you're a necromancer it's really starts to lag and becomes somewhat um unplayable on the deck so we're gonna see we're gonna see how we get there i'm having it's no no issues for me right now right out of the box i didn't change any settings um and it's working great and uh yeah so we'll see but Dude, it's a good game. I got my uh, uh, my Drow Paladin. Um, he's doing it. He's out there killing people. Yeah, I keep watching more and more and more videos on this. Uh, just random people on YouTube, like five yeah. things I wish I knew, or five things you didn't know you could do, and those are those are really cool. Like if you have the right kind of class or whatever it is, uh, you can raise somebody from the dead, have a conversation with them, and maybe that unlocks some new way to do a quest or a completely new quest in general. Absolutely. It's insane the amount of like customization there is within your playthrough. You could do things so much differently. Um, you got to really think outside the box. And um, yeah, it definitely has. Um, I'm not doing the full save scum where I'm saving it every minute. But there's so many choices and so much really affects the total game where like there is there's a reason there's a quick save option and a quick load option, because if you make a, a, a wrong choice or do something wrong, you just go back to that previous save state and, you know, it's everything's everything's OK. But um, yeah, I play I did a battle. I was I was fighting a swamp hag. Uh, the other day and all her minions and I went about it uh, a little incorrectly I realized after I spent then 
close to an hour in this battle, used uh, almost all of my resources, and still ended up dying. And I'm like, okay, I could do this differently. So I went back, went through, um, learned so much from the first time that I destroyed, I destroyed her and her minions this time around in about, um, I would say, half the time. And it, it was great. I, I, I had so much fun doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm already thinking about my next, my next playthrough, um, what my next character is going to be. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a blast, dude. I definitely recommend it to anybody on the fence about it. Initially, like I was even thinking, I was like, well, you know, I do want it. I'm, I'll wait for the PlayStation version because it's sure to run excellently there, you know? Yeah. But man, yeah, I had that. That FOMO I got on the deck, yeah. and so we'll see. Hopefully, they get it, they get it running real good, and um, you know, I won't have any issues. But yeah, all I didn't get, I even got to play today, and that's all uh, I'm thinking about. Nice. I want to, I want to just tell you to shut up and go play some more. Um, but I have been playing. I've been playing it too late. I've been playing it until like one in the morning every night, and then I'm up at seven every morning. So it's like. And then it's invading. It's one of those games where it's invading my dreams a little oh, bit, yeah. you know. So uh, I'm a little tired, but you know. Um, I don't know. Enough, enough about Baldur's Gate. I, uh, I've I've said enough. Should we get this show on the road? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's talk about our new releases from last week. All right, first up, we had Atlas Fallen come out on August 10th on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series S and X. This game looks really cool. I was uh, excited when this was announced, I remember. So what it is, it's like a third-person action role-playing game where you can like manipulate the sand. It's all like these desert environments, and you can manipulate the sand to like kind of like surf through it. It looks really cool, the traversal. And then on top of that, you use it to make these, like, shape-shifting weapons on top of it that, uh, you know, by, I don't know, you do whatever with this sand. You're a sandman. Yeah. I'm going to trademark that. Sandman. That's never been used before. Um, But, yeah, you hunt monsters. You could do it solo or co-op. And, um, yeah, you just, uh, it's like an open-world game. You get new loot, new weapons, you know, that sort of game. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hearing that the story is really weak. So based on the Metacritic scores, it's about uh, I'd say it's in in the 70s, uh, depending on what you're playing it on. And uh, the biggest downside is that it's like a really really bad, like bland, um, cookie cutter story that is probably you know Chat GPT or something put it together. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, they're saying that the gameplay hook and the battles are a blast and and it's a lot of fun to traverse this world so yeah you, know, you had a good choice list. of words uh for it i i was gonna say that it, it looks a lot like actual monster hunter like maybe yes. that mixed with an assassin's creed style right. of game um it it looks pretty cool uh you know i don't know if it justifies that 70 dollar price tag yeah, absolutely um, but it's, it's one where if i were to see it down the road for like 30 40 dollars i might pick it up because it, it does look fun it does look like traversing in this game like you said riding on the sand but there's uh all kinds of jumping and and traversal and uh verticality to it that looks pretty cool yes yeah that's exactly my thought i put it on my on um like my steam wish list because 
if I, if it goes on like a big sale or something, I would absolutely grab this. It looks uh, right up my alley as far as like the cool weapons, cool monsters, that sort of thing, you know. Um, and most of the time, that's all. If I'm just playing a game, um, I, I just want some good gameplay, anyways, you know. Like yeah, half the time. Yeah, there's the thing about story. Sometimes, sometimes you're you're overloaded with story, and I'm just yeah. smashing the button. Shut up, let me play. Exactly. Yeah, if I want a great story, I'm going to play Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, which also came out August 10th on uh, PC and all current next-gen consoles. This is a it's an interactive fiction um, about Greek gods, but it's a musical, a role-playing musical, um, where your choices matter. They, they change the outcome of the game. They change the songs. So, you know, you're making these choices in the middle of a song, and it's changing the lyrics to these beautiful songs. I played the demo, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited to get in there and, and play this one. You, you know, it's all about friendship, love, there's romance, you know, all the things. And then Greek gods and murder. There's also murder. Yeah. What's the so, actual gameplay like? Is it like push the button at the right time sort of thing? It's more like... Um, like we talk about, like the Telltale games, where you you know you're just making the choices. Um, I don't think there's any like uh, yeah those where you got to push like the rhythm three time. Yeah, no, it's nothing like that. It's just you watch um, a story unfold, and if you're a fan of musicals, the music is great. Uh, the voice acting is fantastic. It's like a full cast of like well-known voice actors. So um, yeah, I'm excited to get this one again. Uh, on sale, I think it's a thirty-dollar game, which is not not bad. But um, I'm I'm busy, you know. That's yeah. this this is a sale joint for me. I don't need to be playing this one day one, but I absolutely will be playing it. I'm I'm very much. There's nothing like it, you know. That's what's cool about yeah. it. I don't think there's any any other video game musicals out there. You know, there's games with music in them, mm-hmm. but yeah, maybe Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, not quite as good as this, though. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. Um, All right, and that's it for our new releases from last week. All right, let's switch it up. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, let's kick things off with some exciting news out of Rockstar Take-Two's world. Um, So, Red Dead Redemption... And um, what is it? The Undead um, Undead, Undead Nightmare, Nightmare are going to be out on uh, coming out on PlayStation Four and the Nintendo Switch on August seventeenth. Now people were excited. I know uh, a lot of people were excited when they heard, "Oh, they're doing you know this is a, they're bringing this back. They're they're revisiting the Red Dead world." Um, and then they told us that it's not a remaster. It's not a remake. Um, it's a conversion of the, mm-hmm. the game. And it's also $50 for the same game just available on the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I, I think if they would have done it just for the Switch and would have been affordable, like $20, $30 range, right. there would have been no game? problem. 13 years old. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. And for reference, like the PlayStation 4, that console generation is about 10 years old. That's that, in my opinion, is when they should have done this if they were going to do this at all. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
yeah, it's crazy that um, that this is happening. So it's it's got according to Rockstar uh, includes newly supported languages. Um, and that's about it. Like it's just like the same game, but now it has Korean and Polish and Portuguese yeah. and stuff in it. There's some details people are upset about. Like it's not necessarily. I mean, they're making it on PS4, so you can also play it on PS5. But it's not necessarily going to be upscaled to 4K 60 frames per second the way it is, I guess, on the Xbox Series X and S. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, because that's you're using the through the backwards compatibility yeah. feature of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That you're better off with the backwards compatibility feature than this newly released conversion of this game it's 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 insane dude i'll tell you what man they're really botching these between this and that gta trilogy that they came out with oh yeah what are they doing it's just cash grabs is what they're doing i don't know how much their cash they're gonna grab with, with a 50 dollars price tag on this 13 year old game yeah i don't know man you know some people will still buy it uh but i don't know how many and at the end of the day that's really that's really the message they need to get that's how they need to get it is people not buy the stuff yeah then all oh, be upset and talk about not buying it. yeah let's just not buy it exactly it's always you got to vote with your wallet and that's you know like um we always talk about it with like these um you know in-game purchases and stuff like that we always complain about them but then at the same time there's so many people out there that will you know drop tons of money in, in, in inside the game and and that's all that you know. That's all the studio cares about. If they're going to make some money off this, which I feel like, you know, this is it's a simple port. They are releasing a physical uh, version of this on in October thirteenth. So um, you know, I know there'll be a lot of collectors that might want to own it then too. But fifty bucks, man, oof. Yeah, like I know tons of people were went were really excited about a, a remaster. We think we talked about it maybe about a month or so ago with yeah. rumors of of a remaster of this game coming out, which that would be, I don't know why you don't just go that route, put some time into it, put some developers into it and just earn the, you know, the good faith of the fans that want this, that want to replay this game right. in 4k in HD, you know? And I think that would be very, very easy for them to do because the, the map from that game is already almost entirely recreated for red dead redemption Two. And you've got that newer engine. If you wanted to remake it in that engine, right? Chop half the map off and just kind of—I guess you'd have to reprogram the missions and things like that. But like you said, put some time into it. Make it worth people's money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe the problem is—is is the other piece of news that we're going to be talking about. So, um, in uh, the Take Two earnings call, they talked about. Um, Basically, they talked about their their earnings. It's an earnings call. Let's talk about earnings. What a novel idea. But they said um, that they are – here's a quote from CEO and Chairman Strauss Zelnick. He said, we remain confident that we are positioning our business for a significant inflection point in fiscal 2025, which we believe will include new record levels of operating performance. Uh, so basically – what that means to everybody is that in order to get that record level of of income, a new game is going to come out. And that new game, GTA 6, right? I mean, yeah. that's the only thing that's going to make them 
what did they say that they're anticipating? Like, I don't know, like five billion dollars. Yeah. Um, so now for that fiscal uh, fiscal year 2025, that means that this would come out no later than March of 2025. That's when that year would uh, the fiscal year would be over. So, I mean, that being said. When do you think when do you think we see the uh, GTA six or any or any news regarding it? I I was interested in this, so I went and looked back if there's like a pattern to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm they're so sparse throughout like two decades that it probably right. doesn't really matter at this point. But they have a habit of coming out either at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. So in that March time frame or like an October September time frame. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. Okay. Yeah, you think maybe you put it out um, holiday time, cash in on some, uh, you know, some holiday sales. But uh, regardless, it sounds like it's going to be sooner than later. Uh, because I know we talked about it before, and I did find a quote the last time we talked about it uh, when he uh, Zelnick said that tw- fiscal 2025 will be a highly anticipated year for our company and um, they believe they will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over eight billion in net bookings. So they've lowered they've lowered their uh, you know their evaluation a little bit, but still, billion with a B can only mean yeah GTA coming at some point. And um, yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. But they gotta earn they gotta earn some faith back with some consumers here, oh, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll uh, they they'll put together a, a dope game. Yeah, got one more detail to share. Mm. I, I threw this in the end. I was going to talk about it when we get to the anything else sort of section. Hit but me. since we're talking about them losing faith in the community, yeah. one thing they are actually doing right. Uh, Rockstar has hired the people who made the GTA 5's 5M mod and the Red Dead Redemption 2 Red M uh, multiplayer like. Uh, role-playing mods so they Uh were doing their own servers um rockstar shut them down they didn't like what they were doing they accused them of like enabling piracy or something like that but now they are officially part of rockstar games so in the future we may see some role-playing options officially endorsed by rockstar that's pretty cool good good for them to do that um yeah that hopefully uh yeah they'll put out some dope stuff but yeah, I'm excited to see what Rockstar can do with this. You know, they've never disappointed before with the GTAs. You know, um, yeah. it's, it's these are only recent developments as far as really dropping the ball with the GTA trilogy and now this Red Dead Redemption. So um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, they can turn things around and, and be the Rockstar that we knew and loved. And you know, it's that money, man. That money changes you. Yeah, changes you. Um, all right. Well, we'll keep uh, we'll keep our eye out for more. Um, and then last week we also we talked about Modern Warfare Three leaks. Uh, well, this week we got some official deets about Modern Warfare. We got the teaser trailer. Um, didn't really show much. It just showed us the date. November tenth is when the new Modern Warfare Three is going to be coming out. Uh, and then we got another trailer. Uh, that was narrated by Captain Price and showed the reveal of uh, Makarov returning as the as the villain of Modern Warfare 3. So um, they also did say that it's going to be available on 
Xbox One and PlayStation 4. So, um, so that's pretty cool. It makes sense considering it just seems like it's going to be just more Modern Warfare 2. You know, it's not, they're not doing anything new. It's just more, really, is, yeah. what, is what I'm taking away from it. So much so, there's rumors that are saying that, like, the operators and weapons and stuff will just carry over from Modern Warfare 2 right into Modern Warfare 3. So it seems more of just a continuation of the game as opposed to, like, a new one. Because we talked about it last week, how it's out of, you know, it's out of source for them to be doing this, doing the same developer moving into right into the same game. Usually they switch it back and forth. But, um, yeah, this one, they're just, again, just another cash-in, you know, just making just more. Hopefully it's a substantial game because otherwise people would be like, Yo, why, you know, what's the point of this? It's just more, just more of the same. So, yeah. Um, are you excited for it? Being I don't the, know. our yeah. Call of Duty, you know, resident expert. Yeah. Aside from like a little lull when I didn't upgrade to the newest console for a while there, um, I've almost bought every single Call of Duty the year they come out. Um, I don't know because this is this is unprecedented to have like back to back Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three, and it feels like it's going to be a lot of the same, which takes a lot of the hype out of it. If it would have gone to like any other time zone, I'm not so excited about the futuristic ones, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare. Sure, but any other like previous war setting, I think is a nice shakeup, gets me ready and hyped to play that for a year or more. Right. And uh, then swap it back. Go back to another Modern Warfare or something like that. I think, think that, that cycle works. Yeah. Do you think they ever will go back to like uh, like a World War One, World War Two aesthetic? Or do you think people need those super fancy, crazy weapons and that sort of thing? You know? Do you think it's it would be as fun for, for people to just be shooting like a grenade launcher or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Because fun... Uh, doesn't necessarily equal sales. Yeah. It, for me, it was fun to play World War II, but that was probably one of their lower-selling games out of the past decade. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I don't, I don't know. I know, I, but the same thing happened when they did the the futuristic one. People shit all over that one, saying you know that that wasn't. I don't know. They didn't like it. Um, but yeah, fickle people are fickle. You can't please anybody. All right, but we will find out more about Modern Warfare 3. August 17th, there's going to be a reveal talking about more information. So I'm sure next week we'll be back with more about uh, Modern Warfare 3. So stop back for more. All right, next up, this was a, it, was a, it was a week. I thought we were back at E3 or something like that. We got uh, the Pokemon Showcase. Uh, THQ Nordic Showcase, and then EV, EV, EVO 2023 took place, oh, yeah. the fighting game thing. So uh, let's run through real fast all the all the big happenings from those events. Pokemon Presents, I know you were, uh, you know, you're, you're the biggest Pokemon fan in the whole world, and uh, um, you were really excited about this. There wasn't tons of... Uh, Tons of like video game uh, news, exciting things. There's a couple uh, new animated series coming out on YouTube and and whatnot. But uh, Detective Pikachu returns. Uh, got a new trailer, and uh, that's going to be coming out October sixth on the Nintendo Switch. I always every time I hear that, I think it's the the movie, which was great. I loved yeah. the Detective Pikachu movie. 
Yeah, same here. I didn't even know there was a game until we talked about this second one being announced. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just, it really, def- I get deflated, because I'm like, give me some more Ryan Reynolds uh, Pikachu action. Um, Pokemon Go is getting some uh, new Pokemon next month. Uh, Pokemon, the trading card game, and Pokemon Stadium 2 are available right now on the Nintendo Switch online. If you're a subscriber to that service, you can go play those games. Uh, Mew and Mewtwo are um, coming to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And then um, there's some DLC coming to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. My wife's been really, uh, she got back into the Pokemon, I forget which one she's playing. One of those two. But uh, my kid's like super into it now. He's like, you know, just they're, they're together, like huddled over her Switch all the time now, which is great because then, you know, leaves me to be playing whatever I do, whatever I want to do. So um, it's good. Um, and then THQ Nordic, one of my favorite studios, always pulling out some random stuff. Um, they had an event, which, which actually surprised me. They had a lot of announcements there. Let's run through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest one, although the least fulfilling, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Um, they had a teaser trailer for that, and it didn't show anything. Nothing. It was such a tease. Um, but, you know, it's it's official. I think, was it? I don't know. We talked about it before. Was it just a rumor then? or I, I don't know. This is... Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we just heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So it is finally official. Fortunately, no real trailer release date or anything like that. Um, new South Park game, Snow Day, which seems yeah. weird. This is the one I'm most hyped about out of this. Yeah, I I hope it's good. The the people behind the THQ South Park games, like the role playing games, those have always been great. Um, yeah, like this complete one complete companion to the show. Yes. Oh, absolutely. They know. They know the show. It's like it has the perfect vibe to it. That's why when I saw this one, I was a little bummed that it, we weren't getting more of those story. You know, this is just a um, like it's a 3D kind of like a shooter, right? But with snowballs. Um, I don't know. From the trailer I saw, it almost looked like an RTS game to some extent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My only takeaway from it was like it didn't. At parts of it, I'm like, this could be like a mobile game. You know, it didn't like look great, but you know, it's still early. Uh, we'll see. We'll see more of that. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out sometime next year on PC, PS5, and Xbox S and X. Now, you know, being that it's only on next gen consoles, like it's gotta like, you know, look great. So I, I don't. You know, we'll see. It's some tweaks. Uh, we also got a trailer for Gothic One remake. This one, I had no idea what it was. I think that's. I should preface that every game we talk about, I should just say, I have no idea what this is because this was all like so much new stuff to me in this. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, like, yeah, the remake of this. I'm like, never even heard of it. Gothic, uh, was one of those. Never, never heard of it. Um, but it's like a RPG in like this big fantasy world. It really didn't show much in this trailer. You just kind of walked it around. It looks beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that'll be on PC, PS5, Xbox X, um, sometime. No release date for that one. Titan Quest 2 looks awesome. This one was like my highlight of the thing. I, I'm not familiar with Titan Quest 1. 
like yeah, ancient Greece or Romans or whatever. And there's like this black darkness that's taken over. It looks pretty epic. Um, that one looks pretty cool. Uh, Alone in the Dark, we got two trailers introducing the actors that are going to be heading up this game, which is very cool. David Harbour and Jodie Comer are the the stars of this new Alone in the Dark game. Do you know who either of those people are? No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. David Harbour, did you watch Stranger Things? Yes, okay, Hopper. Hopper. And Jodie Comer is from... Um, the, what's that show? There's a show where she's a, like a killer. And uh, anyways... She's you've you've seen her in things, um, and then Last Train Home is a RTS game uh, coming out for all you real time strategy fans. Outcast. Now this is one that's guy. It's got a he's like flying around with like a jetpack. Yeah, yeah. yeah this one was a standout one for me as well. Yes. Yeah. It, the the world looked really interesting. It was funny though. There was like this whole long like two minute trailer. And there was like 30 seconds of like gameplay. Like, yeah. I mean, I get that's a thing, but I'm like, what is this game? How do you play it? And then it just showed like one, like someone shooting a gun for like three seconds. And I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> we'll wait and see. But it looks great. It looks fantastic. Um, it's like an open world third person game where you got this cool jetpack. You go underwater, fly in the air. There's cool monsters. Um, space for sale. This is a it's a adorable looking um, sim builder type game. There's a, a beta test coming up for that. You can go sign up and and control. I don't even know what it was. It was like some sort of tiny little thing yeah. building things. Build, build a base. I actually did go and sign up for the open beta. So I knew you uh, would. I, I think there's going to be a non-disclosure agreement with it, but I'll see what I can if I get All into right. that. Yeah, yeah. Break that NDA. You would give us the deets. <laughs> Uh, Tempest Rising, another real-time strategy game, uh, coming. We got another trailer for that. Probably the worst trailer uh, I've ever seen for Trine Five. Did you watch that one? It was so like uh, cringe, dude. It was like these people, like this guy playing it, and then his roommate got home, and he's like, "What's going on, man? Let me play this game with you." Oh. And then like their uh, the girlfriend comes, and they're like, the interactions are just so like written by like someone who's never interacted with somebody before, and they're trying to sound cool. It was probably like AI. I bet it was like an AI written thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was terrible. Now you should watch it just based on what I've said. Um, Go back and check it out. And then um, we got some information about uh, Way of the Hunter, the Tickamoon Plains DLC, and then one of the big ones, which I forgot about when it was announced, Recreation. It's the new um, uh, RecFest-based racing game where you could build cool tracks and racing tracks and build cars and that sort of thing. So um, that one, I remember talking about it when it was first announced like a couple years ago and being excited and not having heard anything since. But, uh, yeah, we got a new trailer. Talks about it. Uh, no release date or anything, but we'll see. And then the uh, EVO 2023 event took place. The biggest fighting tournament in all the lands. Uh, and then we got a, a bunch of fighting game announcements. If you're a fan of fighting games, get ready, baby. Because we got Street Fighter Six, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles getting a crossover. Um, you know... You wear the skins and cool outfits. I did. I did see an article saying that if you wanted to get everything from this, it's going to cost you a hundred bucks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, crazy. Um, Street Fighter Six. There was a new character announced. It's AKI, weird hair, very strange person. Fits right into Street Fighter Six. Um, Mortal Kombat One. 
announced Reptile, Ashra, and Havoc as new fighters coming out. I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in a while, but is it not normal to have like Reptile as a base fighter these days? I think because this is the reboot that nothing is guaranteed. Okay. You know, previously uh, you would have all these fighters, and I think they're really slimming down the, the roster uh, for this one because they're going to have those cameos too where people just kind of pop in mm. um, and do a cameo. Uh, Tekken 8 added Raven and your favorite fighter, Azucena, the Peruvian coffee queen. Yes. You've, been, you've been asking for that. You've been like, man, when can we see a Peruvian coffee queen in a fighting game? Well, listen, you got your wish. <laughs> uh, Fatal Fury City of the Wolves was announced. Uh, it's the first new Fatal Fury game since 1999. Uh, and then Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, season three details. So you got there's all those 2D uh, uh, fighting games. Project L. We talked about their new game um, based on the League of Legends game. They introduced a, a new character. I did watch some of that after talking about the tag team thing. It looks yeah. hard. I'm not. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I, I, know, I had dude. problems doing tag team in an actual wrestling game, so I don't know what yeah, hope I have. For this. I thought you were going to say in real life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it. Um, it's, this is one of those games, those combo-based games where, like, it looks like I will try to do a punch, and then I'll be dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then the most exciting thing, Plankton was revealed as a uh, uh, Nick All-Stars Brawl 2 character, uh, complete with a mech suit with ketchup-based attacks and his wife, Karen. Hell yeah, let's go. There you go, Plankton. Is Karen go. part of like his mech suit? I didn't see a trailer or anything. Um, I, I just read about it. I didn't even know. Um, I don't know the lore of, of this computer wife, oh. Karen. So I'm excited to find out more. All right, and last up, we got the PlayStation Plus game catalog games announced for August. Um, some big games coming this way. We got, um, first of all, Sea of Stars. We talked about that last week. That doesn't come out until the end of August, but that's a day one uh, role-playing game. Looks amazing. Excited to get in, in on that. Um, but moving out to Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, Lost Judgment, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition, Sorts of Madness, never heard of that one, Cursed to Golf, Dreams, PJ Masks, Heroes of the Night, Hotel Transylvania, Scary Tale Adventures, Lawn Mowing Simulator, Landmark Edition, uh, and then Spellforce 3 Reforced, and Midnight Fight Express, all available uh, as part of the catalog catalog in August. And then if you're a premium subscriber, you get Medieval Resurrection, Ape Escape on the Loose, and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice. Um, Yeah, so some good titles. Some, some, nothing that's going to make me go on subscribe to the to the thing, but some good games. Not even Lawn Mowing Simulator? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have Lawn it's Mowing Simulator. I have it. I've never, I haven't installed it. Um, I should try it. I got it in a trade. I traded something, and I got Lawn Mowing Simulator uh, through, for Steam. But, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll do moving out, too. That, um, yeah. Those games are all, always fun to play with my wife. We just scream at each other, and... Uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and then Lost Judgment. I've always wanted to play that. It's like a detective game. It's based in the, um, like the uh, uh, Yakuza type uh, world. So, 
yeah, anything, any of those um, do anything for you? Yeah, yeah, I think I would also play moving out to. Um, I've not played the first one, but it's games like that, uh, Gang Beasts and Humans Fall Flat, that the multiplayer co-op fighting jumbled mess that they look like sure. um, looks a lot of fun. I just I don't know if I can get my wife to play one with me, but uh, that that'd be cool. Yeah. Did you ever play the um, uh, Overcooked? Yes, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Turned into sim- what you were talking about, like yelling yeah. at yes. each other. Yes. Yes, I think it's similar to that, but it's a lot of fun when you get when you flow when you get those three stars or whatever. It's uh, you know it it, it solidifies your relationship more than tearing uh, it apart. So, all right, and that's all I got. You got anything else you want to chat about? No, nah, we got to it all. Man, we did it, dude. This was successful. I think this was a successful uh, venture that we set out on. Uh, timely. We talked about a lot of fun stuff. I get to go play Baldur's Gate three some more. You get to go uh, do more chores. Before your your butt turns into a pumpkin or what, however that works, I've never seen Cinderella. I don't know how it works. I just know there's a pumpkin and some feet. You got it right. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for watching, listening to another episode of Gaming News Weekly. You can find us on Fruit Lab. It's a cool website where you could earn a cryptocurrency called Pips. Well, you watch video game content or post video game content. It's, it's a great website. Go check it out. Um, or you can check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can find this show at, at Pop Culture Playground, a bunch of other stuff that I do. Um, or you can go to GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X, and that's where Full Clips posting all his stuff. Um, you can also find him on Twitch, uh, FullClip underscore F-L. And then uh, if you want to just listen to the podcast version of this show, we are available anywhere podcasts are found. Just type in GNW and you're going to get you're going to get this show. Uh, you could go back. You listen to all the episodes. Start at episode one because they're canonical um, and uh, see how maybe not episode one. I think we've probably gotten much better at this since then. <laughs> maybe yeah. skip to like episode like 30 or something like that, you know, and then uh, that's when we really started to take stride here mm-hmm. um and then yeah uh you can find us on uh tiktok and instagram they're uh you know slanging all this sweet sweet content all right i think we got it all right great all right let's call it have a good one we'll see you next week with more gaming news weekly